Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hello, I hope you're having a nice day. Um, What I want to talk about today is partly driven by the fact that it's end of financial year and um, it's sort of the time of year that we really kind of have to focus on our finances, be they personal or business, um, because the um, tax returns become due (laughs) and we need to also start looking, especially just before the end of the financial year, if there are any things that we need to to buy that we can use as a tax deduction, any um, extra extra charitable donations that we can can, um, deduct and, and contribute. And then also, if you're superannuation and you want to make some extra contributions that are tax deductible as well, now is the perfect time. So it's um it's a really it's a really important time of year to focus on the finances, which are probably something that you tend to like avoiding, <laughs> like so many people. Um, I'm one of those probably I don't know I think I think it's more a case of I don't like having un like loose ends you know I don't want to have a tax return not complete and have to worry about it later rather than a a love of numbers I think is probably what drives me more is the the compliance (laughs) side of it just like I was gonna get it done so it's out of the way so I I kind of do like mini tax returns every quarter when I do my baths so when it comes to doing my company tax return I literally just kind of um what do you call it like um combine all the four bazes that i've done and then i pretty much have my tax return ready to just populate the the form so but that's that's how i operate because i I don't like to have too much mess throughout the year i like to kind of incrementally do things i'm not a i'm not a huge procrastinator actually um especially not with stuff because it just it messes with my head i like i want to clear my head for other things anyway so clear your head right now for some um, business numbers and if you're not in business yet these are it's probably a good opportunity to to learn some of these and so that you can keep your eye out eyes and ears open for them as you start to to develop and grow Um, because knowing these numbers will help you scale like if you don't know them then you won't be able to grow your business because you won't know where the the leaky holes are or where your missed opportunities are so it's it's very important from that perspective as well so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it as simple as possible with just a, a little dash of jargon i can't really avoid the jargon because when you fill out forms or you hear you talk to your accountant they are going to mention some of these terms and they're not they're not you know they're not you know latin names or something that are completely sort of not out of our normal everyday vernacular so and most of them you will have heard before it's just understanding the importance of them the meaning and what they give you once you know them so ultimately, it's about how the business is performing. And it's not to say that, you know, money is a measure of success, although when it comes to business, it kind of is. Um, but it's more a measure of what you need to focus on in order to have the impact that you want your business to have, both on your customers and clients' lives and on your own life. So I'm going to go through seven numbers. Uh, so I'll just I'll list them out firstly, and then I'll go into the details. So first, income goals. Secondly, profit and loss. Thirdly, expenses. Fourthly, accounts receivable. Fifthly, if that's a word, uh, profit by client. And number six is cash flow. 
And number seven is sales per product or service. So I'll go back to, to income goals, which is number one. It's really important to actually even understand what your income goals are and that will impact your business model. It'll impact the products and services that you offer, the pricing of each product and service that you offer so that you know how many of those you need to sell in order to meet your goals. So um, there's in, in the more e-commerce world or e sort of uh, online world, it's um, we call an ascension model of how you kind of build your product and service offerings, primarily services um, to clients. And then you, you, know, you start with a lower cost offer and then you build up to, to sort of more one-on-one, which is high end because they're getting your you know, undivided attention and customized um, focus and, and skills. When it's products, um, it's the type of products that you offer. And again, you'll have lower cost products and higher cost products. Margins will come into that. You know, what kind of, um, you know, amounts that you can make on each of those those products too. But without knowing where you're headed, you don't know how many, or say you've got, um, you know, a $50 product and a $200 product. Well, how many of each of those do you need to sell in order to reach whatever the goal is you might only have to sell 50 of one and 100 of the other um, or you might need to sell 200 of one and a thousand of the other it, so it really you don't if you don't know where you're headed it makes it really hard to make decisions and so that the in- information or the the numbers that you're getting out of your business won't make as much sense so i hope i hope i've explained that in a way that that makes sense but you need to have your income goals first so if you're wanting a six-figure business, are you heading for 100000 this year or are you heading for 800000 this year? There's still six figures, but vastly different <laughs> in scale. Um, so number two then is profit and loss. So understanding, so there, there's there's some accounting treatment in there, which I'm not going to go into because that, that's going to start to get a bit too complex, but it's basically the income that you make minus all your expenses. So you can look at this at a business level, but you can also look at your profit margin on a product by product or service. Um, well, service is not as much, but definitely product. What does it cost you to purchase the product, to maintain it, customize it, whatever you do with it once you have it versus then what you sell it for? Um, and just like a classic example, you see these little, if you've ever tried to buy something off Alibaba or whatever, and you, you kind of see, oh, this is the cost price. And then if you on sell it to somebody, and you put a markup on it, then whatever you make that takes all your expenses out is a profit margin on that particular product. But the profit and loss for your whole business takes in everything. It takes in all the income that you earn um, it, from whatever it could be royalties, affiliates, license fees, anything. Um, and then also looking at what you're spending on everything, not just the cost of the products, but you've got staff fees, wages, um, you might have insurances, oh, so, um, you know, IT fees, um, consulting fees, coaching fees, whatever it is. There's so many things that, um, that you have to, to pay out. So your profit and loss is important. Number three is expenses. <laughs> oh boy, this, this goes for personal life as well as, as, well as a, a business. Knowing where your money is going. And how um, and what you're spending it on is very important. Um, are you, you do you have subscriptions you're not using, or um, are your suppliers' costs starting to go up, and you need to look at a new supplier who might be a little bit more competitive? Um, what whereas you know, I don't know if you if there's certain things that you have purchased and you're not using, or have you got? Do you have to buy new equipment every two to five years? 
what, where is your money going? Basically, it's it's important to know that, um, and it helps you make better decisions. And you can also get better deals once you know. If you don't know, then then you're just spending this money um, blindly, and you're wondering where's all my money going. Well, you need to actually shine a light on it and check that out. I do this in my personal life as well as in my business. I do reviews of all, like even just recently, I had a look through various subscriptions that I've got. And I was like, oh, can I consolidate any of these? And yeah, anyway, I ended up finding a way to consolidate two tasks that I need. A, it's simpler. I've got like one one account that does two things rather than two accounts that do one thing each. Um, it's just easier to manage then too. Plus the cost is cheaper because I've, you know, the one was the cost of one of the others and now I'm paying for one instead of two. Anyway, um, so number four then is accounts receivable. Now, this will depend on your business model and how you've actually set up payment options. Um, but basically, it's when a, a customer or client owes you money for a product or service that you've already provided. So it's an unpaid invoice. So it's important to know what they are because you could go sort of reminding people of them. And if you're, because if your cash flow is a little bit low, um, you can go and sort of nudge your accounts receivable um, and say, okay, you know, it's time to pay, pay up. Um, and then that can start to, to bring in some extra cash for the business as well. So it's important to have a view of what your accounts receivable, what you need to, what you still are entitled to receive actually are. Um, number five is profit by client. So this this one this one's a good one for making decisions and behaviors in terms of how you actually nurture various clients. And that's not to say that if if the profit is lower from one client to the next that you don't sort of you don't give them the same level of attention and care and service. But that's more to then sort of say the the relationships that you nurture and cherish and then also the ones that you may need to kind of just let them know of other things um, that you do because if they know, like, and trust you and they they love what you do and they're an advocate for how you do it, then um, it's, you know, there might just be something that they don't know that you offer and just to make sure that they are aware and then because repeat business is, you know, where we aspire to to go Um, and it's often, you know, you've, you've paid for for that client to, to come in quite often in terms of effort and, and nurturing and you can increase the profitability of them as well so having that information just helps you make those sorts of decisions and impact the, the way the behavior and the decisions you make number six is cash flow so this is this is different from profit profit is is more of a it's a it's a theoretical number really whereas cash flow is literally the cash in your banking like actual cash like if you could imagine holding it except we generally put it into a bank account but that is your cash flow so it's um once your expenses are paid out and the cash that you have there available to pay wages to have your to live your life um that one it's important to know the difference between your profit as well and then your cash flow and then finally, um, number seven is sales per product or service. So looking at which of your products or services are actually the most popular. Uh, and it's not always the obvious ones either. And and maybe it's also packages or bundles that you, you offer. You might go, okay, well, people aren't purchasing this product on its own, but they're purchasing it when it's combined with something else. Um, so it's important to understand the buying behavior of your customers so that you can do more of that or if you're going to be doing promotions to actually promote those products and services more because they're the ones that um, 
the customers are responding to. So it's it helps you make decisions um, on what to do more of and um, where to put any marketing dollars or marketing effort that you're going to to do. So that's that's a really important one as well. So I'll, I'll leave you with the seven because that's probably enough to, to get your head around. Um, and I'm hoping your accountant is talking to you about each of these as well. And hopefully you've already had a meeting with your accountant to help you prepare for the end of financial year and any levers that you can pull or anything, any expenses or things that you can bring forward or, you know, paying your superannuation, um, the things that you can you can do to, to maximize and optimize your financial situation for your business and for your personal life as well. Um, because remember you're paying yourself super pay your yourself as well um, so there's there's a few things that um, that are important to do before the 30th of June so yeah I hope you found that um, that useful and yeah if you have any questions in relation to any of this please feel free to to message me on social media uh, my emails having a few issues at the moment so social media is probably the best place to find me on Instagram it's alpha money made simple and on Facebook, it's um, MMS, Money Made Simple. So, yes, enjoy the rest of your day and see you in the new financial year.